start? Yeah. You ready to go, Rob? Uh, I think so. A little bit closer. Yep. Good. I thought you were like mm-hmm. just rubbing your stubble on there. Welcome back to the Chip Lunch Podcast. <laughs> Imagine if we did the whole podcast like this. <laughs> All right, ready? Everyone smile. <laughs> I hope you're smiling because we're back on the Chip Lunch Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it's, good to, it's good to have you here. <laughs> Brayden, as always, it's a pleasure. Uh, as always? Or? As Ooh, always. As always. That's as always. lovely. That's Thank you for that lovely introduction, Joel. You're welcome. Would you please introduce our guest? Whether we have on the, the podcast we this have, evening. We have Rob on. Rob Bob. Yeah. Rob Bob? Oh, sorry. Rob, Rob Dog. Dog. <laughs> Rob Dog. What's your Daniel. last name, Rob? Daniel. Daniel. Rob Daniel. Two two first names. Two first names. <laughs> <laughs> what a pleasure to have you on the podcast, my friend. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank Doing you. pretty well. Yeah? Bit tired, but bit tired. Yeah. What's been what's been going on, man? Why are you so tired? Um We're gonna get real deep, really. <laughs> <laughs> um just Work mm. and my brain's just gone mental trying to do assessment in two weeks when yep. I needed at least six. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear right you're doing a builder's license? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, that's, that's going well. I'm liking the Tuesday and Wednesday evening classes, Yep, which is site management and then um, reading plans and stuff. Monday is like learning codes or standards or oh, whatever building for codes. the site, yep. Yep. So it, which is just difficult. Just a very long way to say, do this properly. <laughs> do this to the code. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, well, thank you for, this is the best time to come on a podcast where you feel really tired and mentally drained because <laughs> that's what we usually do. <laughs> um, is there any other way? There's no other way to do a podcast. It's, it always makes for good content. I think we should say that. Anyway, uh, first question, as we ask everyone, Rob, how do you like to eat your hot chips? Um, an excessive amount of chicken salt yeah. on bread with barbecue sauce. Wow. If it is not soaked, I don't want it. Really? Not so you like it to be barbecue? like almost soggy? I mean, I kind of have my tactic. It's like a 50-50 <laughs> where you can still taste the chicken salt, but you get a good taste of the barbecue sauce. And you said on bread. So on like bread. a sandwich? On like bread. a sandwich. So like a good sandwich. One or I'll just get like a hand. Just really? ate it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you put it on the bread though, one piece of bread or two? Oh, two. Oh, two. Okay. Because I find if you do it on two, it's more likely for the sauce to leak out the sides. Whereas oh, if you yeah. fold the one piece of bread around the chips, you've got a bit more under control, like a taco. Yeah. But I like it oozing out as well. Oh, do you? Yeah, the I mean, more sauce. Yeah. Mm. If it's not half a bottle, just <laughs> chuck it away. <laughs> James, your parents must be really pleased with you just using so much sauce. Do you have well, a go-to barbecue sauce? I know barbecue ooh, sauce is a... As in a brand um, or something? Yeah, mm. it's a contentious thing in uh, a lot of households. I don't know, but I've in the past, I've really liked a hickory barbecue sauce. Ooh. That sounds pretty gourmet. Yeah. It... it, it I, I don't actually know, <laughs> but no, I no, like that. Not H, <laughs> HP brown sauce. Oh, yeah. that's a, Is that still barbecue sauce? Or I, not? Don't I don't know. I feel like, uh, yeah. That's what my dad goes for. Because he's, he's English though, isn't oh. he? 
No, he's not. It's a, I feel like HP sauce is an English yeah, thing. Yeah, it is an English thing. So where does this hickory barbecue sauce come from, Rob? Is it just... Do you make it? No, definitely oh, not. I was just thinking about Todd's episode, which is the last yeah. episode we may have done, like full episode that we did with a guest. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I have like make sauce. And oh. and he likes thrice cooked chips and like kind of <laughs> or twice cooked chips. Specialist. Candy. Yeah, he's a, spe- a chip specialist. But That's awesome. Okay, so barbecue sauce. Another winner to chicken salt. We don't want to I skip know. over that. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like we've had a good streak recently. <laughs> It just it really shows who can who really thinks about what they eat and who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move let's move on from that before I upset half the audience. More than half. More than half, yeah. <laughs> That's probably seventy five percent at least. Anyway. Rob, seeing as you are the focus of our attention, even though we like to talk about sauce and bang on about unrelated things. Uh, how did you become a Christian, Rob? Well, and before I, before you said this, you were like, "Do you want the short story or the long story?" I'm like, "I want blow by blow account, the full the full director's cut." Okay, Ooh, Zack Snyder. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Uh, we'll edit it out if you can't. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dave will edit it out if we can't. <laughs> um, so, for a good few years, I guess as any. Other kid, I was just going to church on Sundays, um, doing Sunday school. It was just another thing in our uh, weekly schedule, I guess. Um, I think, I don't know, I was pretty young, but I got pap- baptised at a young age. Um, How old do you reckon you were? <sighs> Approximate. Maybe around five, six. Yeah, okay. Um it was just at Sylvania Heights, Anglican Church. Um, I don't know. That was our main church for a good while. Um, but I think mum and dad felt like we, it, it, I don't know, it kind of didn't really feel right in a way, I guess. Um, they started to feel like it wasn't as enjoyable. I don't really know how to explain it but um there, there was a i guess a lot of older people and not as many kids my age because i would end up kind of babysitting or just like hanging out with the younger kids mm. until it was time to go um i'm not too sure what year we started to look for another um church but all of a sudden Mum and dad were like, oh, we're just going to try something different. Um, have a look around what's there. We might go to there. If not, we'll come back to here if you want. But by that time, I guess most of the smaller kids have like either moved on to another church or I'm having to make friends with the older people. And I don't think they were too keen because I was, I still am, but I'm like, I was too energetic for (laughs) (laughs) probably a little bit of a handful, but um, yeah, we tried a, sorry, we, that year, let's say around 20, um, 2008, 9, let's go with that. Yep. Roughly about then, checked out a, 
church near Sutherland. Uh, tried that out. We went there for maybe one or two Sundays. Tried it out. The it was all right. The activities were pretty good as a kid. I liked them, but I felt like the kids uh, <laughs> were like already very tight, made their friendships, and it was very hard to get into that yeah, kind right. of circle. They break in. Yeah. Um, I guess you could say like the outsider, new kid, whatever on the block. Um, my parents also found it a little bit hard to make new friends um, since all the adults had their, I guess, small friend groups as well. Um, I guess the second time or it was the second or third time we went there was our last time. I think I'm not too sure which if both dad and mum found Soul Revival when we were still at PAC or it was one or the other. Um, but I remember just being nervous again because I didn't really have any friends. Um, but it was it was definitely interesting. Um, introduced to Ethan and all his friends, which being still being a bit small, but just looking up and seeing a whole it it just felt like the other church is another group of people in their own friend group. Also uh, I wouldn't be able to get along, but Ethan being energetic and friendly <laughs> <laughs> just caught my uh, I guess I caught his eye. He focused on me, he said, hello, <laughs> I think. <laughs> then I uh, got introduced to Luke and all that. Um, one of the most memorable times there was when we played, um, I think it was oh, Weeping Angel in the downstairs area. It, like turning the lights on and off, Luke running around, someone hitting something. It was chaotic and great. I love that. Because <laughs> though, even though it was like... I had to keep in mind it was also a church as well as um, just fun to hang out as well. It was definitely a lot different to the churches I've been to and the setting. Um, old, like the older people wanted to be friends with the younger, vice versa. Everyone wanted to be friends. It was, it was very friendly. Um, Mum and Dad were... A little bit edgy, but they—I think they ended up liking it because Stu started to talk to them <laughs> and being him. <laughs> yep. Same sort of story, they. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess my Christianity faith kind of built up again because I felt like I belonged somewhere. Um. I then. Uh. I wouldn't, I don't think I went to youth group as much because I was still a bit nervous. I wasn't too sure if I would get along and again fit into the circle of friends. Um, But I decided to keep coming to Saturday, try to um, keep a, I guess, a routine going again. Um, Something we would in a way look forward to instead of having to think it's a chore. Um, Fast forward to today, 
wouldn't really change the scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, leading up, uh, I guess meeting everyone was pretty encouraging. Seeing that the faith is very strong um, and it's not switching off from when people walk out of the church. It's all the way through their life and you can see it, which was really encouraging to see not only from the older people but from the younger people because mm -hmm. I didn't really experience that in any other church and I was just blown away. I think mum and dad were as well. Um, I guess my faith got a bit stronger in um, around year eight or nine. I was a bit um, on and off um, coming to the youth because and I just didn't, I guess I just felt bored and I didn't want to. Um, I don't know why, it was just my mindset for some reason. Um, but I went to Camp One, one of the Menai camps, and I think it was year eight or nine, roughly then, um, when I wanted to, I guess, rethink my faith and then give my life to Jesus and God a bit more than what I had been. It was, it was like, oh yeah, sweet. Um, I go to church, sometimes go to youth. It, I don't know, but it was definitely a different environment. Um, I went over to Menai as well, just because my friends were there from school. From school. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's an in-joke. <laughs> anyway, keep, keep going. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and I just felt like since I had those group of friends, I got to know them a bit more than Ethan and then all these guys from Solis. I was more driven towards there. Um, but towards the end of Camp One, they have this thing where it's like it, the last night, obviously, um, or one of the last nights, sorry. Um, but if you weren't a Christian or if you were and you wanted to be like help be helped be back on track with your faith or your walk with God, it was a very I guess you could say, well for me and some of my friends it was an emotional night and I don't really cry that often. Even if you show me like a adorable puppy, I will say it's very cute but I yeah. won't cry. Um <laughs> The best description I could put it is like I oozed out, the tears just oozed out like an egg and it just kept on coming. <laughs> right. Didn't stop. Um, but quite a few of my friends also wanted to be helped back on track. A, f a, couple, a few of them I think are still on track, a bit edgy, but there are a couple that have I don't want to say derailed, but maybe a, a little bit off course. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> and I came back to here and I realised, oh, yeah, I don't really want to leave again or go anywhere else. 
So I guess second home, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, what, I didn't know that you were doing a marketing video for the church. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. You said something about um, fitting in might have been a bit of a struggle for yourself and also for your mum and dad and that. Yeah. Has that been something that's part of like? Is that a big part of your life that you've struggled to fit in in many places, or you think it was just the church? Um, no, I, th- I felt like it was mainly the church, um, or the church setting. I felt like if I wanted to make friends, I could, like outside of church. But for me, being younger, I thought it was like a, uh, it is a holy place, but like a very holy place in a way, and I thought younger kids had to be friends with younger kids um had to get along parents same thing with their like age group maybe a year or two older or younger um yeah it was kind of just hard to find someone that really connected or people you could just really connect with that for me as a younger kid it sounds terrible but weren't as boring <laughs> or were like very encouraging to see their face because mm. for me it was just uh, yeah completely different scene um stood out like a sore thumb for, for sometimes yeah, it's uh, really hard to walk into a situation where you feel like or where people have been friends longer you feel like there's already like established yeah. relationships mm. I think unless you have one of those really outgoing mm. personalities, I think it can be really hard to try and break into those kind of settings. So there's something yeah. I think that we struggle <laughs> with churches is that like we're just used often used to just the people there have been there for a long time and in, in terms of like welcoming new, newcomers sometimes. I think that's something that it's something to be thinking about all the time when we're, when we're at church. Um, yeah. But I thought and the other thing I picked up on what you said was and – like I'd like to ask you like what changed once you kind of recommitted to that at that camp, but just the point about um, you were saying that when you came to Soul Revival at a particular time, you noticed that people were living as Christians as all of their life, not really switching off, just like switching on, putting on the Christian switch, and they come into church and then switching yeah. it off again. Was that again something that you wanted to see more of, or you like had noticed it at the other churches you'd been at, and you're like, I don't like. It, it almost maybe felt that those people weren't being genuine or is that and you wanted to see more authenticity in terms of like do you believe this or not yeah i think probably more uh yeah i'm not too sure how that's okay <laughs> so um but it was it was something that i felt like it was still a bit of a shock but something that i needed to see and experience right um instead of having people just act one way and then switch and then start doing the complete opposite of what um i guess they're trying to preach or say no against two it was mm. it's like you didn't want them to be pretending yeah yeah, that, yeah pretty much no pretending um 100% genuine uh as but also in a way encouraging to do it 
yourself and just engaging mm. for you or for me as a younger kid. Mm. Is yeah. there any reason why, like, you were looking for that a lot? Like, I want to see people that are being genuine rather than, you know, um, almost like, almost not two-faced, but yeah. <laughs> like, what, what is, like, you're looking for what is your actual genuine self? Why, why do you think you were looking for that? Because um, I, I think... It, in a sense, it was just trying to get it something uh, like a breath of fresh air, something new that was different to the stereotypical, um, ga- I guess you could say, church gathering and on Sundays. And, and what you'd grown stuff. up in. Yeah. Yeah, right. When you recommitted, when you were at that Menai camp, mm. which is really cool, and I think uh, it's interesting how much power Jesus has in terms of like calling us back to him, but... What changed for you after that recommitment at that camp? What changed? Mm. I guess... For you personally. Personally? Um, probably my... I, I, I guess overall moods and wanting, longing and encouragement to just come to Soul Revival in church, come mm. to Fridays again at youth. Um... I think one of jeez, oh, don't worry about <laughs> it. <it's fine. laughs> I think uh, one of my last years at that camp, I met a friend. Let's call him Mike. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Mike. <laughs> he starts with it. His name's protected for yeah. <laughs> for certain reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he grew up in a very tough environment. Um, I guess he was like me when I was a bit younger. He came into the scene with no friends, felt I could see he was a bit iffy and still a bit scared to talk to anyone. So being being me and with my friends, I'm like, let's go over to this guy. Not staunch him, <laughs> but like... <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but like uh, just encourage him to hang out with us. Yeah. Um, Talk to him whenever I can sit with him. We had dinner. If he was looking for a seat, um, try and free some space up for him. Um, he, at the end of the camp, he was encouraged by a very, probably one of the best role models of a leader I've come across, Keats. Not sure if you guys heard of him. Maybe other people have. You mean the poet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, he, he's very encouraging. He also grew up in a tough environment. But he also stepped Mike through this process of what it's like to become a Christian, what things might change, um, how you might feel, how you might act, how you might think around people that aren't a Christian. Um, you may sometimes in certain environments get criticised, ask questions that you might stumble upon, all those sorts of things. And he said those are daunting, but uh, we're all here to encourage you. If you need someone to, to speak to, we're pretty much family now. You can talk to us. And I could definitely see in Mike that it was a... 
different environment that he grew up in. It's very encouraging to what he's used to. Um, <coughs> long story short, he became a Christian. Um, him and I believe two or three other friends. I spoke to him after the prayers and the songs we did after that. Um, I just asked him, oh, what, what, what drew you to become a Christian? Um, what changed your mind? He said, well, seeing all you guys at this camp, making friends with new people, um, but not forgetting the focus is on God and Jesus at the main core of what, all you, what you're doing um, is very encouraging for me because he said, I haven't quite seen anything like that in a very big setting. Um, so many people his age, older, younger, are just coming together, being absolutely pumped, uh, losing our voice because we love belting out the tunes. <laughs> Um, being so sweaty because of the mosh pits <laughs> is great. Um, he said, you, like myself and Kate, the other leader, was one of the main reasons why it turned to God and Jesus. And I was very encouraged there as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, the, the thing I did, I did remember actually what I was going to say <laughs> was... Um, uh, just some of the things that you've spoken about along this uh, description of how you became a Christian, mm. which is that sometimes, and I felt, I think I've felt like this in my experience, was that God's like calling us before we even know that he's actually calling calling us. Mm. Like you, you say you're looking for something different or you're looking for people to be genuine and you look, you're like, where is it? Yeah. And <laughs> for me, it was like meeting Christians and then loving me, loving me, them loving me mm. because they love Jesus. And I think that's what, Perhaps you're speaking about as well. I'd, I'd let you speak to that in a second, I suppose. But that's how I felt. It was like, oh, that's yeah. there's the thing I've been looking for <laughs> for a long time. Was that the same for you? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, there's more. Is that, is that what you were thinking? Yeah, there's more to be... Get, to be I was thinking there, there has to be more. Mm. And that, I don't know, pretty much what you described. Okay, <laughs> sweet. Okay, we'll tick that box. Um The other t thing that I was going to pick up on what you're saying was that you, you've identified with a couple of people about them growing up in a tough environment. What was, like, drew you to them? Was it, is that your own particular experience or just you know they'd been um, through a lot? Partially a little bit of acknowledgement and um, experience in some sense, yeah. but... Definitely not to the extent. I I guess I being the new kid in like two other churches, it's very daunting. And to even speak to new people and feel comfortable around them. Um it's uh you just definitely feel like the black sheep and uh, I could I could see, um, I guess you could say physically, that he was struggling a little bit 
just with connecting with anyone because of um, his situation. But I guess I try and do the same that everyone at Soul Revival did, just encouraged and welcomed them in. Again, another <laughs> chuck, on the, chuck on the marketing <laughs> video. So at what age was that when you um, made that recommitment when you were at, at that, that camp that you've you've really spoken a lot about, which is uh, obviously is very formative for you? Oh, yeah, it definitely was mm. one of my probably best fond memories. Yep. I don't know what age I was. <laughs> <laughs> what age are you in year nine or ten? Uh, oh, yeah, you were, sorry, year nine. So it would have been like 15? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. So what's Boy, the rest 15, of high school? 15. 15. We'll go with 15. What does the rest of high school look for you when you're now, you're like, I'm going to be a Christian? Because um, what school did you go to? Sorry. Shire Christian. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's yeah. all right to say that. Um, so what was that? What was different now that you're going to school and you're like, no, I have really committed to Jesus here? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I'm asking this such so many questions is because you're only 20. Yeah, <laughs> so I've got five more years to cover from you. That's why I'm asking this question. Um, damn. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> we need the beep button. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Not. I think it's okay to say nothing like changed a, as well. It's okay to say nothing changed as well. Uh, things did change, but like mentally, it it I, I would think it was like a lot easier to change instantly. Um, but found out obviously it's definitely not not the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I wasn't really in a scene ever where I guess I was criticised for having a face mm. or something. Um. Yeah, just mm, uh, nothing really challenging whatsoever. I guess probably me, myself, and I <laughs> going through the thoughts of okay, I ha- um have to act differently. I did have a bit of a potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, so did I. Watch that. <laughs> so that's the only thing I used to get in trouble at school for was yeah. for swearing, and yeah. especially ho- and my only two detentions in primary school were for swearing. So, <laughs> <laughs> how many detentions did you get? <laughs> um, probably like only one. It's not bad, and that's for like pushing a kid through a fly screen. Oh, <laughs> tell this story, please. <laughs> Given that you only did it once, why did you push a kid through a fly screen? He was annoying me and a few (laughs) of the other guys, I guess you could consider cool. And I'm like, I'm with the cool people. So I'm like, boys, watch this. I'm like, "Um, can I say shut up? Yeah. Yeah, I said shut up and pushed him through the fly screen. And then, so helpfully... There was a teacher in the playground just behind me, came up, shoulder, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Detention. I'm like, oh, no. And then the boys were laughing. They were involved because they were just laughing. I guess they, uh, I think, coupled them through something at his head. 
let's call this bloke Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that was it. <laughs> Just push him through flash screen because it was annoying. And how was the door after you you done this? Was it so? Is it like a full fly screen door or is it half half? Um, so it's like say that's the window sill. It was a full fly screen. Come on, bro, give me the measurements. You're a you're a builder. Um, <laughs> how many mil high? <laughs> how many mil? Jeez, let's say uh, eighteen. No, yeah. Uh, sixteen forty. Sixteen forty. Yeah, sixteen forty high. And how how wide? How wide? Probably about two meters. Two thousand. Two meters wide. Yeah, that's a big door, isn't it's it? It's a window. Oh, it's a window. Oh, Sorry, you said it's a window. Okay. Yeah, window. No, not a door. Oh, so the fly screen is on the window. And then you've just pushed him through. Yeah, because he was like sitting on the ledge. So there's the oh. window. The window's open. Yeah, the, the main, yeah. the main thing's open. So I he was like, sitting on there. Hit, no, the guy I pushed was sitting on there. And then, so yeah, and then you've just pushed him through it just because oh, yeah. he was annoying you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> was this in primary school or high school? Um, this sounds I like was high in school. Year, I believe I was in year five or six. Okay. okay. Yeah. And some of the boys told him it was annoying, so I'm like. I want to be cool. Let's mm. just push him. Yeah. Well, you suppose you did that once and then probably didn't. Like, contrast that to when your f- your friend Mike. Yeah. <laughs> is that, like, you weren't really, like, if he was, like, a guy that was struggling or perhaps annoyed you mm. in high school, you oh, sorry, in primary school, you might have pushed him through a window. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, I think that's an important thing to think about is that you didn't do that with your yeah. mate Mike. You yeah. actually tried to love him rather than yeah. actually... Pushing through the proverbial door. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, any questions for uh, Rob? Um, you only did a couple more years of school. Didn't you leave, left to do a trade? Oh, yeah. Year 10? I or left two weeks into year 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Which is like a pretty big shift when we talked about maybe like school, a bit of a shift, but a Christian school. Yeah. How yeah. did you find, did you always know you wanted to leave and do a trade or is that something you came up with a bit later? Um, I think when we did work experience in year 10, it was something that I'm like, oh, well, not in a classroom, <laughs> getting experience. I've, I find I'm better learning practically. Yeah. I, I don't know if that probably is some case for some people but i'm like you need to show me how to do it instead yeah. of just showing me on paper yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay or like a textbook or yeah yep um i'm like oh cool and you also get money um <laughs> i like money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i just i don't know it was just a different environment that i loved um year 10 i did plumbing and i was just putting in sinks and toilets. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me how to do that because I don't remember. That's the thing. I, don't, I couldn't be a plumber. You just have to do with poo all the time. <laughs> I mean, it was considering I didn't really handle this poo at all because no. it was just like clean sink, clean toilet. I probably dodged the week they were going to test that. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, year 11... I think it was, yeah, 11. 
I did work experience with a building company. Just a residential builder or a commercial one? Uh, commercial for RO's apartments and yep. stuff. Yep. Um, I don't remember the company. Oh, that's all right. Anyway. I liked to see... Well, I found out I like... I've always liked like knowing how everything on the site was put together, mm-hmm. sort of, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see... Um, all that stuff come together in that year 11 experience. I did being, I guess, the runt on the site, just did like little things, helped clean up, um, whatever they wanted me to do that week. Uh, I just thought to myself, I want to be a tradie boy. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's better, like in your, your mind, it's like it's better than what I'm doing now at school. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like... A, and this is some people that say this about getting a trade. Is it's like I, I feel like I was wasting my time at school rather yeah. than, at least when you're doing your trade and your apprenticeship, you're contributing to yeah. <laughs> to build it, make it to a yeah. building and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I think there's really something super satisfying about getting to the end of the day and being like, I did this. I like built physically. This. Yeah. Mm. There is a change mm. in something that I did mm. today, and I can see my work that I put in, which mm. I think is really cool. Yeah. Did your experiences as a plumber, like work experience as a plumber, did that make you decide to be a chippy instead? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I was either going to be um, a plumber, a bricklayer, or a carpenter. Those were my first three thoughts. Yeah. Plumber mostly because my boss got me. <laughs> um, also, my dad drove me to my boss's house and he... He was Lebanese, so we get this breakfast thin wrap or pizza thingy called manouche. Oh, yeah, oh, manouche, yeah. yep. And nice. it was like, have you had it before? I think no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I've had it either, but yeah. Um, and he said, oh, you got to try this one. Oh, you know what, we're, while we're here, we're, you, you can try this one, the meat and the lemon, and oh, we'll get one more. <laughs> I'm like, we haven't even got to sight (laughs) 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 and you want to feed me I'm like thanks but I ate some of it yep um it was so he's trying to win you over with food yeah but I kind (laughs) of just food was a little like that that side was I part of me was like maybe that will happen but probably not (laughs) (laughs) but I just loved um Seen in households how things worked. I always wondered as a kid how things worked. Never got the um, opportunity to um, see in the construction process um, on how they were installed, what required, uh, what tools were required to install it. Um, I <laughs> I got uh, been having like no clue what tools were. I got done with. Um, the glass hammer and the left hand and hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, this is when you started your apprenticeship? When I was still doing that work experience. experience. Work you get me a left handed hammer. <laughs> yeah. And and like, I don't turned know where into left handed screwdriver. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound right, but okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I mean, you're so young at that time. And you're like, oh, there must mm. be a tool then. Well, yeah. I'll go find it. Yeah. Especially when you're so used to like, teachers <laughs> can't really pull that anymore. Yeah. I almost 
They almost pulled the um, skyhook on me, but I... What's the skyhook one? Well, it's... <laughs> in carpentry, it's, uh, we have, like, um, things called ceiling dogs. They're, like, small, thin metal things that you put on, like, a timber going this way, call a ceiling, yep. and a, another timber that goes horizontally across it called a hanger, and you nail two... Now it's called clouts, two in the hangar, two in the ceiling. And I think Skyhook just came out of nowhere because there was that many things still on as a first year. <laughs> and they're trying to get me with, uh, they first started with the, a hammer and a screwdriver. Yeah. I thought, nah, I know you're joking. And said, oh, okay, yeah, you got us. Hey, um, go on up on them. Yeah. <laughs> Attract Big me on my noosh as reward. <laughs> Oh, I was a bit too scared <laughs> to eat a manoush. <laughs> well, to ask for that because, I don't know, it was just a lot of boys and and in a setting where mm. I was the new guy. Being, so a pre- being, a, just being a young apprentice can be tough, right? Yeah, just kind of put yep. my head down and did the work. Yeah. Um, the Skyhawk, I guess they, I was doing something. I had like five things in my head. Kept repeating in my head. I'm like, mm. okay, I got to get this, 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 and this. And out of nowhere, someone's like, hey, get me a skyhook while you're down there. I'm like, sure. <laughs> I almost, I had my phone at the time. I'm like, surely that's not a thing. <laughs> surely that is not a thing because I've never heard it. I'm like, there's nothing. So I'm like, there's nothing in the truck. Or so such thing in construction called a skyhook in the is there to one of the subbies and he said no. <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> he said it was a good uh good thing you came to me or you asked someone before you actually mm. <laughs> did it. Tried to find it. Um How does it yeah. go being a Christian on like I mean you work in commercial, right? But how does it go being a Christian in a like I mean apprentices get abused. Like I mean, I've I've worked in a compu- like a, a building company, just residential, and yeah. I'm like I'm lucky and lucky in that respect that they my company doesn't allow that to happen. But mm. apprentices can get a really rough time sometimes. Did you oh, yeah. did you experience that, or was it more? It wasn't too bad for yourself. And then um, how did you go like responding as a Christian in those situ- situations? Yeah, to be honest, with I found <laughs> I found um, with working is um lebanese people it's sort of tough love um definitely a different setting to what i was used to but i i dad had a couple lebanese friends and i just thought okay this might be something i can just grab hold and make me stronger in my face but i was lucky that the two head bosses of the company are Christian as well. Right. So there's no um, religious discrimination on site. Mm. Um, if you're Christian or uh, if you're Muslim, um, you're respected for that, which I found was very good. Mm. And I, that was one of my concerns going, being young and going into the construction industry was not too sure because I heard stories about apprentices being abused at sometimes and um, 
the religious side, I wasn't too sure <coughs> how difficult that this new company might be on me mm-hmm. because I'm a Christian. I guess most of the negative thoughts just went through my head. Um, but it was comforting to uh, quickly notice that they didn't discriminate whatsoever. That's yeah. nice. You... um. You have a chat to the the Muslim guys about your faith. How does um, that go? Yeah, they're they're probably have you the had deep laid back, deep <laughs> theological <laughs> debates, or is it um, not so much? Not not really. I guess they I would say it's probably on their most respective side. Mm. They res, um, they respect you for your belief or sort and that you respect theirs and they're completely fine with anything you believe in um there's nothing that no deep uh <laughs> talks about it i guess um nothing of the sort that i've come across so far yeah. my three and uh, three years and four months with the company <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's tough growing up when you're that young <laughs> In a pretty like so you haven't even finished school, mm. and then there's, it's like it's a like building's a reasonably aggressive male environment. Yeah. So you've got to like find your feet pretty quickly. What about um how's like has that been different as you've got older? Like you've been like you obviously can. I mean the best way probably to earn respect is to try and do your job yeah. properly <laughs> and to not make too many mistakes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But how does that like how over those three years and how long? How many months? Sorry. Three years, four three months. years, four months. Yeah. How does how is like how has that changed now that you're you're not the green apprentice anymore? You actually know what you're doing mostly. Like you've almost finished your trade. Mm. How does that how has that like changed over that time? And and how have you like found it in terms of your working environment changing? Um, I guess you feel a bit more confident. Um, my company in my company. Um, once you learn something and you learn how to set in front of the tradesman or do the work in front of the tradesman, behind the tradesman without being asked, mm. um, they want you to get into that rhythm. And then once you get in the rhythm, you can then also learn something on the side or as you go. Mm. Um, they love, they like to have a good flow where people aren't standing around. They know what they're doing. Mm. Um, because I know we had some apprentices that didn't really want to put in the effort, and I guess uh, they want you to put in the effort, uh, see you improve. Um, they know they will have like a little bit of leniency because you're fresh, not to the scene, um, and you don't know anything, um of the trade that you're trying to learn, I guess you don't feel like you're the outsider anymore mm-hmm. as well. Um, Cause you've gotten to know most of the crew a bit more, maybe a, a bit more connections with, I felt you have a bit more connections with a few of the boys. Um, so you're not outside, I guess the work friend group you're amongst them um you don't have to try and work your way in uh try and impress them or something 
Um, there's a lot of competitiveness yeah. on sites. Oh, I've yeah. noticed, right? Does that happen? <laughs> like, oh, look how good I can do this, or no, that's the wrong way. I've got to do it this way. Um, how do you navigate that? I. I just take it in. Um, people have their own ways. Some are old school. Some, because I work with an old school worker, and amongst all the, I guess, younger guys, um, they're just different strategies to do things, how to get them done. Some might take longer, might be neater, shorter, might not as be as neat, but. At the end of the day, gets it done. Um, when I, in my first year, I probably I just thought, okay, they know what they're talking about, so just did what they did. Um, if I did it in a way that didn't please someone, they would <laughs> they'd say let you know. they'd they'd let they'd know. <laughs> they would let me know, and they said they would want me to pick out who told me, yeah. and I would just tell them off. It <laughs> <laughs> was that guy Yeah Yeah um, It was A good thing To Not be tricked By any Worksite banter Like <laughs> with the hammer And screw and stuff mm. um, Starting to Get an idea of How uh, What the work we're doing Will look like after we've done it um just overall confidence mm. that yeah. seems that seems important when you're building is like knowing exactly what you're doing oh yeah <laughs> where are you where are you building right now like where are you working right now i am in a big office tower or something oh uh, no the work experience was commercial yep this uh the company i'm at is residential okay so we're working on a we sometimes do like government jobs or something but mostly residential. Uh, we're doing a duplex mm-hmm. in Miranda. Yeah, okay. So nice and close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you want. Great. It's always good to not have to travel very far from where you work. Yeah. First, probably first two years, it was near Auburn. And yeah, I right. had to get either mum or dad to drive me, mm. most likely mum to tough. drive me. Yeah. And she said, yeah, I was very tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the least you can help your mum out. Yeah. But working closer to home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything else, Braden? How was that? Um, so you spoke about um, Camp One at Menai being a big time and then leaving and going to school. Uh, leaving, sorry, and going on site. That was another big shift for you. Mm. How, was, how did um, your relationships at church at that time go um, later on in high school and leaving and going and doing your trade? How did you find church after that shift of mindset of? Um, not too sure. I'm mainly so saying it because that's when you kind of started coming a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when we saw more of you. Yeah. Um, I guess I'd say just more encouragement. Mm. Um, being also, as I said, being in a workplace that didn't discriminate in your religious faith was also pretty cool, as well as coming to a church that was 
like all ages or stages thing was uh, uh, breath of fresh air again mm. um yeah is that because your experience was only like kind of just families or yeah. is it like a, a certain group of people yeah certain group uh i guess you could say my older church as a family was a certain group of people um yeah, just didn't really feel like the same. And are you um, are you in leadership now as well? Yeah, church. I am. So tell <laughs> us tell us about that. So what's what's your role, and then why did you decide to take that up? Okay, role is help out with just um, main part of use. If I they need help preparing stuff, I I will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if they don't need me to, I'll just, um, I guess, float, see how kids are doing, mm. um, encourage mm. them to get, go into games or the activity. Was there like particular reason why you chose to be a youth leader? Um, uh, probably because I was looking up to a f- quite a few people here which it would include let me say um Brayden that guy was, yeah that guy <laughs> can't stand him <laughs> <laughs> Brayden Ethan uh Beck um it was Katie Stu Jared Haley. Daniel, Renee, um, I just felt like they were extremely good teachers and examples of um, being loving towards everyone, encouraging, um, having fun with the things you do, but also keeping in mind that everything you do um, and are able to do is because of God. Mm. And I just felt like I want to help change kids' life if I can. Um, I felt they did to me. Um, it was it was a bit surreal in some <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you were just so keen. Like, so you just more you're saying is just like I want to do what these guys have done for me for for other people in terms yeah. of like help like partnering God and saying hey I'm going to help you with the Christian walk I want to I want, yeah. I want to help you either become Christians or help you if you're already a Christian yeah yeah cool last question Braden oh I think it's just a pretty cool reflection when I think of Rob Rob's year is the first year that went from year seven all the way through youth group oh, at, for at, here at, at Soul Bible mm-hmm. so Rob and Fox and Nadia. Oh, was, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, first, the first full year. And Timford at the first end. full uh, tenure. Yeah. So, <laughs> then, um, so we take um, the years away at, at the end of their school um, for a schoolies trip. Mm. Um, and I think their schoolies was just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did have one injury, but that was fine. No, that was fine. That was fine. Um, 
It was also eventful. We were meant to go somewhere else, then we actually ended up going. But then because of the bushfires, it feels like so long ago talking oh, about bushfires. Right. We ended up ended up going just down the coast, um, and it was just it was really nice. I think it's just getting to spend time over the years with this crew. And like I took Rob and stuff to kick when they're in year <laughs> nine or year ten and stuff. So like, uh-huh. uh, yes, lots of fun memories. But also, yeah, I think just seeing the way that you guys have matured and grown up and a lot of you are still youth leading and it's just, it's rad. Like, yeah, it's a lot of fun doing those kinds of things. And yeah, I'm just glad to still have Rob around and hanging out <laughs> on Fridays. Yeah, it's that's very awesome. fun. Well, I mean, it's cool that you were like, and this is something that we obviously like to practice at Soul Revival is that Rob was like, Rob, you were led through, so like through youth group and now you want to go back and do exactly the same thing. So now yeah. went through as a, as a, a youth kid, a youth crew, and then you're going back as a leader and doing the same thing. So yeah. that's super encouraging. And yeah, and I want to encourage Rob that he is definitely one of those people that sees someone like who is feeling, who looks a bit on the outer, is mm-hmm. maybe looking unsure, and he goes and he's always looking out for those people. Um, and I think that's a super encouraging mm. thing, especially hearing about how that affected your walk and earlier experiences at church. I think that God's really taught you in that to be open and looking for someone who's um, who's on the outer or maybe not fitting in prop- fitting in as easily, and I think you you identify that person really well, and then you go and love them. Yeah. I think that's such an encouraging thing. Massively. Well, that's definitely something I'm going to take out of this podcast <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. um, uh, thank you so much for being on, Rob. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank, well, that's right. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for telling us all your your stories, even though we had to really focus in on that last five years <laughs> <laughs> of your life so far. Um, guys, if you're listening, check out the Sorrel Revival shop. Braden is actually wearing the Love Ooh. God, Love Others hat, Ooh. which you can actually uh, just... You didn't even get into Snice or any it's of nice. the other memes. Or you want <laughs> there's lots of... Well, Rob I don't know about these memes. You, if you oh, want to bring out the memes. memes. Rob, Rob actually... I don't know if you invented a word or just stole it off Wilco. Uh, it was... <laughs> It was Wilco that kept saying it. I'm like, that's pretty saucy. I might yeah. keep it going. There's not many people <laughs> that get identified as a catchphrase oh. with, with their own catchphrase, and, and Snice is Rob's. So there, nice. I do have a Snice. We have a couple of Snice hats floating yeah, around. That's too. from Rob's schoolies. We might try and get them on the shop. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. Snice well, hat, limited some, edition. There's some left, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they'll be like a thousand bucks. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're supreme. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> like right. Snice brick, Snice, Snice crowbar. Where does Snice come from? Uh, so you're saying it was, it was heist, saucy? It was heist, wasn't it? It was, I think it was, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think it was Luke just mucking around with Jared one night at um, youth. I think we was, it was still the time we were like going to people's houses and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we didn't actually mention <laughs> that, but in when the wilderness. Well, yeah, when we were going to when we were at PAC, which is President Avenue Community Church, when they were lovingly letting us use their building on a Saturday night before we planted here at the factory at Soul Revival. So Rob came along like in the early, early days. Mm. That was when youth was still moving. Uh, we were relying on families, putting their hand up and letting us meet in their houses for youth group, which is pretty rad. So that would have been early. And this is obviously <coughs> Luke, who is Ethan's age. They were still in youth group at this point. Yep. <laughs> and so Luke was hanging out with Jared. Yeah, um... I, I guess I just like vibing out and then overheard Luke saying it was Jared. Oh, so it's nice. 
And just oh. uh, saying heist as well. Um, I'm like, that's pretty funny. It's pretty cool as well. So I kept, so I'm like, oh yeah, I'll keep saying that. That's <laughs> so very nice. Yeah. And, and so that's why yeah. it's on the hat. Yeah. So because you just like made that this nice well, school. Rob, Rob became mm. this nice guy. Like, nice guy. Oh, he's I, such a nice guy. In, <laughs> in many. I can't imagine there's many group chats where that's not your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Well, that's a good way to end it, though, this, on the, yeah. with this nice guy. I think that's the title, actually. Ooh. It's nice guys. <laughs> it's nice guys finish first. <laughs> it's nice guys finish last. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Anyway, um, yes. thanks, Eves, for being on the pod, Rod. Really appreciate Brilliant. it. Um, did I, I think I just called you Rod. I said pod, Rod. Pod, <laughs> pod. <laughs> thanks for being on the pod, Rob. That can be the name. Yeah, pod, pod Rob. Rob. <laughs> anyway, thanks for, thanks for you, uh, being on. Check out Soul Revolver Shop if you haven't, if you haven't already. Ooh. It is... There is a still a lot to buy on there. <laughs> so check that out. And we always like to finish with a one way. So let's do that. You know what a one way is? It's yeah. nice way. It's nice. <laughs> one way. Yeah.